but and then we'll get it started. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Born Again Bowhunting Podcast. Um, this week, we're actually in Deer Camp again in Indiana. Um, we're joined by Simon Brothers and Joey from Wild Time and Drake. Drake. So, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself here for a little bit? Oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm Caleb. Uh, I founded Simon Brothers Outdoors and uh, kind of had the idea for this camp and was hoping that we'd be able to get a group of guys together, and it's uh, worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, Joey, um, I edit for Wild Time TV. Um, me and four buddies just, you know, run camera and have fun with it and put all our success up on YouTube and, you know, whatnot. So, heck yeah. 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 Drake here, part of Wild Time TV too. Um, basically just filming with a bunch of buddies out there having a good time. So, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. That's what it's all about. And, uh, the reason why we have, Joey on specifically is that he killed an absolute mondo. Toad. Yeah. <laughs> Old boy kept it a secret for a long time. <laughs> there is absolutely no way I could have done that. Dude, I, I, I give you a lot of props yeah. because trust me, if I had a deer like that, I'd be like, look, boys, <laughs> look what yeah. I'm hunting. Yeah. I remember even talking yeah. to you and like, all right, let's see it. Yeah. Let's see this picture. And you're like, I'm not showing. Yeah. Well, I, showing. I talked about it a little bit, but yeah. I wouldn't show pictures to. Hardly anybody. You're just like, I'm hunting a big one, and that's yeah. all you said? Yeah, that's sweet. He was a definitely a big one. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's let's just go ahead and dive right into it. So when was, like, the first time that you saw this deer? All right, so we're going back to, I think, 2019, and that's the start of it. Um, it was the summer, you know, summer trail camp pitchers rolling in, and I just knew he was a stud of a young buck. I put him at three and a half years old, and... Uh, I knew I was going to have to let him walk that season if I wanted something big in the future, you know. Yeah. Rolled around, a bunch of trail cam pictures. I think I laid eyes on him a few times that summer, summer scouting. And then um, I let him walk. It was mid-October, you know, about the time I shot him, actually. It was between the 15th and the 25th or something so like that. So how big was he as a three-year-old? I would put him – I found both of his sheds that year, so I would put him at high 130s. Okay. Yeah, like he was a stud three-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. But he had, he had the trash and stuff like – Yeah, he had like the flyers. inside stickers. Yeah. You know, everything was there. It was 15 scoreable points on that rack that year. Um, and just a stud. I mean, some people – a lot of people would not pass that oh, year yeah. that year. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you knew if you looked at that deer, you knew he had potential to be something, you know. Um, fast forward to the winter, um, walked the standing cornfield for a lot, a long time to find both those sheds. I knew he's hanging out around that standing cornfield or standing cornfield, half cut cornfield and, uh, picked up one, one day and came back the following day, picked the next one up. Cool. So, so that's another thing. Like you guys find a lot of sheds, a lot more than I would say the average guys. Cause Dude, we three times yeah. more than the we average person. We don't find hardly any. Dude, but, I'm out there like searching, crawling around on my hands and knees. These old boys, oh, looks like we found number 965 today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, a lot I'm... more time than the regular people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's every day, man. <laughs> but that's also something that has the story. Like having sheds oh, off yeah. the your shoes is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. It's just part of the story. It's yeah. just picking their sheds up, learning what they're doing in the winter, learning what they're doing in the summer. And yeah. to see their growth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And ha- be able to have hands on their rack yeah. from previous years. You know, you can only shoot one buck in Ohio each year, but you can yeah. pick up 
multiple, you know, yeah, sheds. multiple hit listers, yeah, sheds. Yeah, you know? I never thought of it that way. Yeah, so yeah, that must have that must have been pumping you up to find both, especially finding the set. Yeah, yeah, picking the set up was. I mean, that was my goal going to the end of the year. It wasn't a giant set by any means, but that was the goal just because I knew that was going to be my target for the next couple of years. Yeah, you know, I was going to hunt this deer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, whatever, whatever he turned as long into, as you could. yeah, yeah. 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 As long as nobody else shot him. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll jump to summer of 2020, and uh, hung cameras in there early. Knew where he's hanging out since I, you know, passed him early October the year before and had summer pictures. So I was in the same spot. Um, first card, no cell, no cell cams in there. Just went in there to pull pull cell cams for the first time. And Drake was with me. Um, pulled pulled cards. Came back to the house, checked him on the laptop, and we just knew we had a giant on our hands. I mean, he was probably, I'd put him at 170-something, high 170s. Yeah, had him in 170s, probably. And the velvet pictures of him just looked oh, amazing, yeah. 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 I'll, I, I can get you guys some of those for the, yeah. for the podcast. Okay, yeah. them in. I appreciate sure. it, yeah. Um, just looked amazing. Um, and it was about every day after work after that that I went over to that field and scouted him. Glassed him. Yeah, so I had him at a four-and-a-half-year-old. 170 type deer he just jumped a ton i don't know what 30 inches 40 inches yeah it was crazy um and he was hanging out with a big five and a half year old too and i was worried about that heading into the season because i think he was that five and a half year old was going to kick him out of that block it wasn't a very big piece maybe five to ten acres of woods you know it's probably on an 80 90 acre chunk of fields and whatnot but five ten acres of woods um but i was worried about that heading into the season and the last picture I got of him that year, well, not the last picture of that year, but the last picture I had of him in that block, I think was October 21st. Um, it was a nighttime picture around 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, but if you rewind a few days, he daylighted at noon on the October 19th. Um, no red moon or anything. Um, but that was the last picture I had of in that block, so I think that that older buck was pushed him, pushed out. him out of there. Yeah, you know. yeah. But then the game started where I had to chase him. You know, try to find where try he went. Try to find him. Cameras up north, east, south, and west of the property. Um, finally, finally picked him up a little bit north, and um, had a non-sell. Kind of bit me, you know. But, yeah. Uh, he daylighted on November twenty-first, exactly a month after um, I had my last picture of him on a red moon in the evening, I want to believe. Um, hunted that a few times that year, never could get on him. He was always, I think that was the last daylight picture I had of him in 2021. Um, so what What did you, what was the camera set over? It was just a tight pinch. Okay, so, yeah. so just a pinch. Was he working like uh, midday it, movement, like rut movement, or was he seeking or what? He was seeking, he okay. was moving fast. Okay. Um, it was in a pasture, cattle pasture. So the cattle pasture came down to a point. Camera was right on the point. Gotcha. It pinched down really tight. So, uh, yeah. You know, I knew they were going through there. I mean, yep. multiple other pictures of good bucks traveling that, and there was just a beaten path. So yep. I'm like, never, never put an ounce of corn out for this deer. Um, is another thing that you know, I don't know whether it helped me kill him or not, but I was just scared. You know, no, one hundred percent. I when I always find a big one, I'm always like very leery about putting any kind of bait out yeah. because I feel like they've been around the block so much they know what yeah. that is. Yeah. 
I did have, you know, trail cam pictures of him on a property um, where he kind of wintered, but it was it was a different property than I mainly hunted him on because I had my best chance of killing him in October. Okay. Um, I had trail cam pictures of him in January, February over corn, but that was, you know, three and a half years old, far uh, west of yep. the property. But we're at four and a half years old now, hunting him a little bit. He's just so sporadic. I knew he's... I knew he was farther north than I could get, and um, it ended up being true because I killed him on one property farther north. But um, yeah, it was uh, that ends the 2021 season, so we roll into shed season. I knew he was farther north. Sometimes property owners are a little bit more um, lenient, lenient on yeah. giving you shed hunt permission than actual hunt permission, so I got some permission in there. Walked it. Um, Found one of his sides, and there was probably still, mm, what do you say, how much snow was on the ground? Oh, there was quite a bit. That was standing corn, too. Yeah, there was a standing corn field I knew he was hanging out in. Yeah. I just think it pulled him that way late season. Yeah. But um, there's probably six, seven inches of snow on the ground. I just seen a bunch of times sticking out. I mean, you, you know what it looks <laughs> yeah. like. like. The best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Picked up one of the sides, just walked and walked, and actually started downpouring rain that day. And I was, by the time I walked out of the woods, I was drenched, so, yeah. cold and wet. And um, it was worth it because you found both sides. Well, right? I didn't. I didn't. No, not I. I found one side. Oh, day. you found one side. Yeah. Okay. Um. So fast forward, I'm like, I got to get back in there this week after work, or this weekend. I get a call like Wednesday from a buddy of mine. He's like, dude, that big one you're hunting still holding the other side. And how many days was this from when you found the shed? It was probably four days after I found the shed. Really? I found the shed, I think, end of uh, February wow. sometime. That's um, insane. That's interesting. And he was still holding the It's a 76, 77 inch side, and he's still holding the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. Um, I guess I've got to get in there this weekend. Well, wet, Saturday rolled around, Sunday rolled around, I forget. Um, but I see a picture on one of our mutual friends' stories, and uh, he picked up the other side. I'm like, hey, man, can you can you delete that off your story? He's like, you hunting this deer? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. hunting that deer. He's like, holy crap. Um, well, he found the other side that year, but um, he ended up giving it to me in the end. So well, that's a good friend. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. there to do, right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll roll into 2020. Okay, yeah. This is where the, the magic starts. Um, not as many trail cam pictures of them in the summer as previous years. Um, do you think he went back? Uh, I think he was living a little bit farther Where you originally north. found him, or yeah. do you think he was keep well, going? Well, I actually do know where he was hanging out, and um, I couldn't get in there. Uh, it was a it was a friend of mine that he just he he hunts it a little bit, and he doesn't know what he has really, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, he wouldn't let me in there. He never had trail cam pictures of the deer, but I knew he was hanging out there with a bachelor group. It was it was still a little bit farther north, but about halfway from where I ended up killing him. Um, he would still come into that block a little bit. Had some good velvet pictures of him, um, and then he daylighted the day before season came in at six fifty, and that was like an hour before yeah. dark. And I so was he like, was comfortable right yeah, there. Yeah, he was comfortable in there. Um, we had all our sets hung. We hung some presets for saddles, so screw in pegs. You know, I had. Had one tree stand in the back and then two presets for just different winds. And um, 
different occasions. You know, I've, I've seen them in there and had trail cam pictures of them. Um, so I, I hunted it that weekend one time, Saturday evening. Um, it was a little bit similar to wind, but the pressure was high. And this deer, there's another thing, like this deer was never showing up when the pressure was super high. The barometric yeah, pressure. Yeah, barometric pressure. Um, and I noticed that just tracking every time he showed up on trail cam pictures and whatnot, you know, whether it was red moon, whether it was pressure, whether it was temperature, wet wind, you know, specific wind. Um, but the conditions were a little different. I thought, you know, the only hope is he daylighted last night. You know, I don't have anything else other than that why I'm in here, you know. Um, hunted it, nothing. Um, the last picture I had of him in there this year, um, was that day uh no he showed up didn't he show up yeah. anytime if you yeah he showed up and around he was in the pinch too yeah yeah he was in the pinch um so i had a picture of him i forget it was it was real early october it still it was in se season maybe it was late september um season open this year 24th i want to say it was 29th i had a nighttime picture of him and then i got a picture of him in that pinch heading farther north um, and that was like my telltale, like kind of when he comes and goes, he can circle around that pinch, but that was like, usually if he's going through there one way, he's heading north and he's staying north for a while. Um, so I'm scrambling to get more permission, um, out in Montana, out in Kentucky and, you know, doing a bunch of jobs and stuff. Um, finally back in town from Michigan, gained permission to a piece of property on a Tuesday and hung some trail cameras in there. Um, it was the following Saturday, I went and checked them and I just went in there, pulled non-sales, just went in there, pulled cards and I didn't think it was enough property to kill him on. It was another, it's the same situation as that first property. It was maybe, but even less woods, it was a tree line. Um, so maybe like 0.5, I mean, there was no woods, 0.5, maybe an acre of woods, and then an 80-acre field, you know, both beans, both greener beans planted late. Um, the best. Yeah. The best. Yeah, it is. Fair early season. <laughs> um, well, I got that permission, pulled those cards, and I didn't think it was enough property, so I went and knocked on six more doors, got six no's, um, so I screwed home, checked those cards real quick, and had one picture of them on the 11th, 15 minutes after dark. Um, just hitting a scrape in that little piece that you in got the one permission. I just got yep. permission on Tuesday, gotcha. the Tuesday prior. So I'm like, all right, it's getting a little later. I'm like, I still got time for a sit. I'm gonna head over there. Um, pulled in, realized I forgot my climbing sticks. So uh, <laughs> classic. Yeah, I grabbed my grabbed my tripod. So I'm like, I'm, I might just sit on the ground this evening. It's a tree line. There's there's not much tree to yeah. climb. Um, I'm like, I put my saddle on still. I'm like, there might be something I can just climb up with limbs, right? So I grab my tripod, still my saddle on, get over there, and I'm like, I like this tree. I can shoot 80 yards out into this field, um, see the whole back half. Kind of went in for an observation, really. Um, wasn't planning on killing the deer that night. I just knew he was in the area 15 minutes after dark, so you know that's a good thing. Yeah. I yeah. moved a little bit farther to where I thought he was bedding from that scrape, you know, maybe to gain that 15 minutes back that, you know, he showed up after. But, um, 
ended up standing on my tripod to get to the first limb that was like five foot off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I climbed up. I'm eight, eight, ten foot off the ground. You know, I'm I'm secure. I got I got the saddle platform hung in the tree. I'm looking at the back whole back half of the field, just between two bean fields. I mean, it's just a straight up tree line. Um, and um, about hour before dark, there was I probably saw it six or seven bucks that evening, dozen or more does, and I'm just got the glass on them the whole time. Just new buck here, new buck there, and I'm like, I ended up seeing, I think what I saw, it was, it was quite far away, 250, 300 yards, another buck that is an older buck hanging around, hanging around in that area. Um, laid eyes on him that night, but still new buck here, new buck there. Um, saw two does stand up out of the beans to my left, kind of looking at them for a second and hear a stick snap to my right and I looked up and he was 15 yards standing there in the oh same tree line my. as me. And that's just like, holy crap, this is going down. He's, <laughs> he's beelining straight to my tree too. Um, I got great wind from where, for where he's at, but he gets to four yards from the base of my tree and he pins that tripod sitting there on the ground. On the ground. On the ground, yeah. yeah. Never looked up in my tree one time. Um, but he's looking at that tripod hardcore, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, if he keeps walking, I'll, have, I'll be able to swing around, and I'll be able to shoot. So I'm trying to draw my bow. Um, can't get the bow back. I tried drawing this bow three or four <laughs> times, dude. It's the worst case of buck fever I've ever had before in my life. Um, so I'm in panic mode. Finally get the bow back, and I'm just full draw. With that much adrenaline running through you, I mean, you could probably stand full draw for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't even... I know it was a long time, but I'm looking at him through the corner of my eye, full draw, and waiting to see what he does. The only way I wouldn't have a shot is if he came back the way he, he came in from. Um, but he jumps out into the field, um, and now he's standing probably seven or eight yards. A little bit of sticks in the way, um, but I was ready to shoot through him. I mean, yeah, I at was, that distance. After, after, yeah. after I had that bow drawn back, I mean, there was going to be an arrow flown at yeah. there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I take. I, I wonder take if we would have ever heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot my bow a lot during the summer. I, I poke out to, you know, 110, 115 yards. So, like, I, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with my setup right now, arrow setup and everything. But um, he did like a half blow, and he just, he was, I don't know if he was going to stop it, you know. He took two hops and started moving, and uh, you know I was already anchored in, finger around. You know I I felt good when the shot pulled, but two took two hops and I let an arrow fly at him. Luminot, he was quartering away. Um, the Luminot was air didn't go all the way through, so the Luminot was hanging around out the back, you know, and the shot looked farther back than I thought, and I was just like, shoot, this is not good. But every time he hopped through those beans, it would just shoot blood three foot out. And it was just a red carpet blood trail. So as soon as like I, as soon as I let that arrow fly, hit record on the camera. <laughs> so I, I didn't get the shot on film, but but I got the uh, I got him crashing on film. So he's he's just shooting blood out. And we'll cut you a break on this one since he was so big. <laughs> Next Thank one you. we will make a good uh, intro for your video. Yeah. Watch him exactly. right at the beginning. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna be. <laughs> I know how you're thinking. Um. Well, he ran 175, 200 yards. And I got to watch him crash in the beans, you know. And then it was just like... Oh, lost your mind. Lost it, yeah. dude. That's this awesome. deer I've been hunting for the past two, three years, you know. Three, 
three seasons of encounters with him. Um, in October fifteenth was was the date I shot him. Um, Red Moon, Red right? Moon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was part of the reason I went in there. Um, talking with another, you know, a bunch of other guys. Um, just they brought Red Moon on to me. Really, I started paying attention to it a lot more. Um, I'm a believer. I'll, I'll yeah. say it. Like I know a lot of guys don't believe in the moon, but I yeah I have seen significantly more mature deer on their feet during yeah. that time period. Yeah, like if you rewind a little bit, like I knew that time frame of the red moon there in early October, mid October, I guess, um, was my best time to kill them. But probably my highest chances of killing them this year, um, unless I got permission on something else late season, but. It was just so tough around there. I mean, there wasn't many pieces of property with with much land. Um, I was just fortunate enough to, to gain permission on a wide open field. Pretty you better much. bring yeah. them a bunch of cupcakes or yeah, something. I know. <laughs> Big old thank you I know. <laughs> basket. <laughs> um, but yeah, Red Moon, low pressure was another thing that I never seen him, saw him show up with like a pressure higher than you know 30 or whatever it is it was, it was i find always, that interesting i do too that's very interesting it always it's almost like opposite yeah of yeah. what you're it's saying like, is what i've found yeah it was always 28.9 or 29.2 or something like hmm. low yeah um and that's based off camera pictures at night Sometimes so was he still moving like, on those high barometric pressures or was he just I, no, not like i never got a picture of him really when it was higher than like 29.5 or something. I wonder if probably he was just somewhere else. going somewhere yeah, else. I mean, yeah. it, it, it could be. Yeah. Um, when those pressures high, you know, but he, I guess I was I was in his bedroom the whole three and a half year old year. I knew he, he lived in, you know, the block I was able to hunt. Four and a half year old year, he hung around there a lot, disappeared November, came back, and he was there for December. And I was, well, no, four and a half year old year, he, he disappeared November and he never showed back up. And then five and a half year old year, he was, there in the summer once again but just left earlier and earlier every year um so i just kept moving and moving moving farther north and and finally got him killed um but it was it was crazy so i, I called off all the buddies and dude that's awesome yeah that's i got awesome. a snapchat i asked from the tree yeah yeah i, actually I got some snapchats out <laughs> you looked a little bit excited too oh yeah it was, <laughs> it was uh it was wild but it just put hands on for the first time was unbelievable that's awesome. So, That's awesome. Congrats again. Thanks, man. Yeah. What did he end up going? I don't think we actually said. So, yeah, we uh, we rough taped him at 196 and two eights. That's what we roughed him at. So, I mean, I'm I'm tickled pink with oh, him, yeah. but oh yeah. Sometimes I'm I'm hoping that score can pull a couple more inches. Out. <laughs> you want that 200? <laughs> I want that 200. <laughs> but no, if 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 he doesn't hit 200, you know, I I still got something to chase. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's 200 still, mark. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And I'm happy Tickle Pink with him. It was unbelievable how it went down. Um, it was just, it was, it was fun chasing him, picking a certain buck like that and, uh, you know, following through with it. That's awesome. It's, it's a hard thing to That's do. That's awesome. And you hear all these guys talk about it, but it's, it's That's truly dedication hard. dedication too. Yeah. Yeah, especially what? when they move like that and you got to keep yeah. trying to find them and follow them. Yeah. Gaining permissions just the hardest. Yeah. I think it's the hardest. <laughs> I mean. Hardest. What do you know about that, Matt? <laughs> We don't. That could be a podcast in itself. Yeah. Hunting mature whitetails is hard, but gaining permission, I mean, like that literally, can be really hard. I've chased three deer that have been like over the one seventy mark, and have always either lost the property or the neighbors killed them. Yeah. I've never yeah. like targeted a buck and killed him. Yeah, and it's so frustrating. It's, yeah, 
Yeah. So do you think he was bedded in that same tree row you were set up in or off in the beans and just got in there? And yeah, so that's the thing that just kind of blows my mind is where I parked my truck, it's a little thicket, and there's a chance he was bedding 50 yards from the truck because there's, you know, little rubs and scrapes tore up on that area. Um, it's just, I mean, you can't see five foot through it, and it's only two acres. I mean, not even two acres, an acre. You know, there's a chance he was bedding in the beans, bedding in that. Um but the way he came in from, he definitely didn't come all the way from the back, you know, of the field where I had pictured him being. Um, it had to be in the beans. And my entrance wasn't, wasn't that sneaky in particular. I, you know, I had the wind in my favor when I walked in. But, um, you know, I didn't crouch through the beans or anything. I, I had to walk down that tree line, which if he was on the other side of it, I guess would have um, helped me. But I still cut over a little bit. And I... I I mean, those beans were um, three foot tall, so mm-hmm. yeah. he, he could have easily like hit them. Yeah. Yeah. Did he come from the way that you'd walked in? Like, you're at, like yeah, by your like entry trail? Yeah. What time was he on his feet? Like, how much light did you have left? He, I shot him at probably 6.20-something, 6.30-something. There was probably 30 minutes of light left. Okay. So my question is, do you think he cut your ground scent at all? See, I don't think he did like where like you saying where when he saw that tripod no i'm saying like you walked in i'm i'm imagining you walked past him yeah from the That's store what i was getting at he and he and was sneaking, somewhere he was sneaking out of there yeah. is what he was trying to do yeah. possibly maybe yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. too yeah. yeah he knew you were there he, he was watching your parking spot and then yeah waited it's, it's possible um and that's why maybe he locked onto that tripod so hard is because he already he's on alert there, there was something going yeah. on yeah yeah it's definitely possible the way he came in, um, like I guess I, I came in, if you're looking at it, I came in to the right of the tree. I walked the right of the side of the tree line down, um, and he came in from the left side of the tree line, and he was already in the bean field when I saw him, and he just came right in that tree line. And there's like a you know trail just shooting up the center of it. It's probably six or seven yard wide tree line. But he came in from the opposite side that I came in from. Gotcha. Um, I mean, he could have been trying to like cut over towards those does that stood up out of the beans. Because he was on a move either way. So whatever, whatever he, he was doing, it was a mission. Like, yeah. he wanted to go somewhere. Yeah, he wanted to go somewhere. Yeah. Um, like, he closed that seven, that 15-yard to 4-yard gap in, like, seconds, man. Like, he was doing Like, you little, were reaching for your bow. Yeah. You look down, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you know, that little, they're just trotting a little bit. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. not, not sprinting or anything, but they're just, you know, moving. Yeah. Where was and, the wind hitting him at? Um, at his back, I guess. Well, on his, on his left side. If he, yeah, it was, it was hitting him on his left side, and he was on my right, so it was, it was coming from him, basically. So that was my next question. Was he working into the wind, or was the... Cross. Okay, so he's yeah. crosswind. Yeah, crosswind. Gotcha. Um, but he was on a move. Like, I don't know if that even would have mattered. Yeah. I mean, I guess when he saw that tripod is when he didn't keep going straight, and he jumped downwind of that tripod. To see, yeah. To see, and then that's when he kind of did, like, a half blow. But, um... Yeah, it's it was crosswind until. So he, looking back at it, that tripod saved your hunt probably. Somewhat, yeah. You know, because if you would have kept going straight, I would have had a poke at him. You right think you could have killed him underneath your tree? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I swung around, I would have had a shot. Gotcha. Straight back. Gotcha. Um, but you know, either way, I was ready for those. Those were my only two shots. I had like an eighty-yard lane out into the field, yeah. and then I had a four-yard shot underneath me. So how far was he when you shot? I don't remember if he. He was fifteen. 
16 yards. I mean, oh. yeah. The dream Dude, shot. That is like, <laughs> it was right there. Yeah, you get him at 15 yards, it's, it's game away. over. Clear so. away, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's awesome. Man. And then watching him crash was just unbelievable. Yeah, that would but, be. When did you start shaking? <laughs> when you oh, grabbed your yeah. bow? Yeah, when I grabbed my bow. <laughs> so before the shot, it wasn't, it wasn't, you weren't on a mission? I mean, it was, I, I it happened so fast, you can't even remember. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I lost it when I actually shot him. I mean, yeah. I'm just breathing, you know, I thought I was, thought I was going to hyperventilate yeah. over it. <laughs> you know. He turned the camera around and he's just like almost in tears. Yeah. Like it was freaking. No, I, I know how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, tune into our Indiana video series and you'll see a grown man cry in a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable what, what those white tails do to me. Yeah, Drake. I got a couple questions for you. Joey kind of mentioned that you helped kill the deer. You want to tell a little bit about your story, or just yeah? I mean, I touch I was a little bit of a part. I mean, I went in there with them and kind of helped out, just okay. put yeah. our minds together. But uh, I just, wouldn't say I did all of it. You were just bouncing ideas off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drake I mean, was Drake was my number one guy to bounce ideas off. Gotcha. I mean, if, if there's any questions about about this deer, it was me and Drake talking about it for a long long time. Hung some sets and yeah. uh, I don't know, put a couple game plans together. And Obviously, it worked. Yeah, it worked yeah. out. Yeah. But I do think that there's a lot of potential for him to bed behind you in those beans. I mean, there's a lot of grassy swales through that field and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, hanging sets, Drake. I mean, all the guys would, would help me hang sets, you know. I only went in there two times over the summer. Um, you know, just try to go in there as minimal as possible. Hang your cameras, hang the sets, same day as you can, and get out, you know. Good um, five guys keep a secret. I was just gonna say, pro- five big, guys. Big props to these other guys for not telling anybody yeah. because holy cow. Yeah, I mean, like some of them, the four and a half year old year when he was one seventy, I didn't tell him until I got back from Colorado <laughs> <laughs> in, in late October. You know, they were always asking me about him, but um, yeah, I, I showed him pictures and and uh, bounced ideas off him, but um, definitely bounced ideas off Drake a bunch and and helped. He helped me kill a deer. I mean, for sure. A bunch of people did. I mean, yeah. It's definitely a team effort when you get on a deer that big, man. Yeah. Who was there for the recovery? Oh, Gavin. Nick was there. Drake was at a wedding. I don't know what he was doing. What are you doing, (laughs) man? Mid October? It was was a year of weddings. Dude, first wedding I've ever been to. And my buddy shoots a freaking 190. (laughs) You just leave at that point. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, once I got the call, I just like. I was with my uncle, and I'm like, dude, we got to go. And he's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, dude, Joey just shot a wedding. freaking giant. I'm like, he's been chasing this deer for three years, and we hopped in a truck and hauled ass back. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. That's, um, that's a true friendship right yeah. there. That's a perfect dip out, too. I, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was, like, in disbelief, and all of, all the other buddies were just like, no, dude, seriously. I just passed the phone around. I'm like, no way. <laughs> what day of the week was it? Uh, it was a Saturday night, I think. Saturday. How night. perfect Weekend, is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Saturday night. You couldn't ask for a better story. Right. Um, it's more enjoyable on Saturday night than a Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. Dad was there, obviously. He he's got me into hunting, and you know, just you know, kept pushing me and pushing me, and um, he was there. His buddy was there. Um, who else was there? Uh, good buddy Luke. Grandpa was there when we got back to the shop. Yeah, he's always he's a big hunter. Um, got him on a really nice buck last year. So he killed a stud last year. Yeah, he shot a 157 last year. Sweet. Just, I mean, there was one eighth inch. Yeah, wasn't it almost perfect? Yeah, yeah. one eighth inch uh, from side to side. From side to side. You yeah, guys so saw that, right? Yeah, we seen yeah. that at the. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's 
that's that was pretty crazy typical I've probably ever seen. Like, that was official score too. Yep. Like, it was officially scored. entered, yep. or it wasn't entered, but it was officially scored yep. by the BBC. Mm-hmm. Yep. One eighth difference. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we drug him out. It was far drag. Got back to the shop. Some people came over, checked him out. You know, we had a good time that night. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's the Gotta story was finally over. Yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. Sweet. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah, it was it was fun. So I got another question. You you mentioned that you run a lot of non-mobile cameras. Do you run cell cams too, or I do. I do have a, I have a handful, but okay. But you know, if I can get in there easily without um, you know messing a lot of stuff up, I'll just run a regular camera. Like I had twenty. I think it was close to twenty cameras out for this deer by the time I shot them. And like it was every time we went to a Finn or a Dunham's, you know, I had to grab two more cameras because we were just, I was just throwing them off everywhere, you know. Yeah. I went broke if I just yeah. bought a bunch of cell cams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to gain problem, as much yeah. intel yeah. as exactly. possible. Even yeah. if it's for the, the next year, you yeah. know, just hanging cameras everywhere I can and nooks and crannies to where, you know, if he's over here somewhere in November, October, you know, maybe if I don't even kill them that year, it's going to be good for the next year. Yeah, Somewhat intel. intel. Now, were you checking them all, or did you leave some soak for months at a time? I left some soak. Um, you know, I probably would only let them soak for a month, maybe. Um, like the one in the pinch, I originally didn't have a cell cam there. And um, I would check it every two to three weeks, just because I knew that was a that was a good spot where I had them, you know, and I could get in That's there. Easy, easy access for it's you. Easy access, just you know, grab that card, and you know, it it did bite me a little bit because um, he daylighted on that one time as a four and a half year old. Um, well, maybe not because yeah, you killed him when he was bigger. Killed him when he was five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything happens for happens for a reason, I guess. Yep. Um, but yeah, if I could get in there easy, I I just put a regular cell gotcha. or regular camera. Yeah, regular. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. A That's lot of guys cool. are going towards that mobile route. Like everybody's going mobile, and it's kind of cool that you're running more of your traditional cameras. Yeah, yeah just I mean they do the job. Yeah. I mean, you got to think of it as a a long term. I mean, kill that deer. I mean, I know there's there was neighbors hunting him. Um, I think, you know, I, I had. I know I, I like to say I don't I don't think they were putting up as much work in as I was you know I guess um, but I, you know I just hanging cameras everywhere and you thinking of it as a long term you know mm-hmm. just yep. I like what that. brands were you using and for that kind of just anything everything you yeah a Tasco a wild game those a, original a Tascos Stelzco, were yeah mint yeah <laughs> stealth cans nineteen ninety nine yeah. Anything. I had a couple Moultrie and Reconyx cell cams that I just like strategically placed, you know, where I knew, like in the pinch this year, I had a cell cam um, just to leave it alone a little bit more. But yeah, there was, I got a lot of trail cam pictures of this buck, but um, it would all be like one night, you know, he'd be like here, there, there. And it was always low pressure. So I. That's it, interesting. That's strange weird. Yeah. Yeah. I've done the journal thing before too, where you yeah. write down weather and wind, and yeah. high pressure was the what usually yeah. got them moving on yeah. the farms. We noticed. I agree. Yeah. High pressure and sunny. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I didn't really pay attention to the sun. Probably so I didn't think about since you killed him, have you had more people than you thought you would 
contact you and be like, hey, I, I saw this deer. Hey, I shot. I had pictures I of this deer. Missed this deer, yeah. No, man, nothing. Dude. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's there's people that always, if they're asking me where I shot them right. because they know I hunt two doors over, next door right. over, and I'm not saying anything about where I shot them still because I know the deer's dead now, but there's still, you know. Genetics, yeah. The genetics, potential. and I know there's potential in that area. You don't want 100 other people no. running around there. Right. Um. But no, nobody sent me a trail cam picture or said anything about them missing yeah. the deer. The only, the only, I mean, the guy that had the shed, which was a mutual buddy, um, he gave me the shed. You know, he he knew about the deer. Um, that was kind of like out of the circle, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I know there's a few other guys that, that know about the deer. Um, They're probably just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll run into them eventually. Yeah, yeah, I'll run into them. They'll be like, man, you killed that deer. <laughs> Are you mounting it yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna mount it myself. That's awesome. I haven't decided yet. So that was the kicker for a lot of us. We're like, you know, are we ever going to take a deer to Joey? We'll see what he does with this one. Yeah. Yeah. If he's mounted, I guess it's worth it then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it a half body on him. You know, do something special. Oh, That'd be sweet. So, like half body pedestal, something like that. I got to think about it. But, you know, he deserves something special for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Put the tripod next to him there. Yeah. Yeah. It's 20 as... Uh, 21 scoreable points on his final rack. Um, I think it was 19 on his four and a half year old rack, and then 15 on his three and a half year old rack. So he was just so he kept getting more year, and more. Year. I think that yeah. was cool. But for the 19 or whatever you said, 19 scoreable points, he is pretty typical though. Like he's got those inner points, yeah. like the trident points, but like he's he doesn't throw like a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, there's a little bit, but like. I mean, those inside stickers are as long as non-typicals, I guess, if you want to say. Yeah. How long are they? Uh, I think one's 11, and the other one, well, no. Yeah, one's 11. Yeah. The other one's um, nine and a half, ten. I think it's close to ten. Yeah. That's, that's 20 his, inches and two points. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, his beams aren't long at all. One was 21, one was 20. I was going to ask yeah. you that. He didn't not really a get a big frame. frame here, yeah. No. Not a big frame at all. He just stacked them in there. Yeah. I mean, that's what takes What was his mass measurements? Uh, they were five and a half. The one was five and a half. Um, so he had good mass. Yeah, yeah, he had good mass all the way through okay. at five and a half years old. Um, so I'm, yeah, we'll get him officially scored, and you know, got to wait that sixty days. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> okay, so something else that I thought of uh, just now. I think you should do the half body, and then I think you should put a pole next to him, and you can hang all the all of his sheds next to him. Oh yeah, yeah. The I sheds. Think that, I think that'd be sweet. Dude. They'll definitely be incorporated sheds. in the mount somehow. They're not just gonna sit around. Yeah. And yeah, show yeah. Them off. They're gonna have to buy a really big house eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put them up on like a like yep. shelf. Yep. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, we're pick, We love picking up sheds. I mean, oh, all yeah. of us guys. Last year was a good year. I picked up fifty sheds. Drake picked up. You picked up forty some. Yeah, forty seven. Yeah. I hope I pick up fifty in my life. <laughs> Dude, I cannot find sheds to save my life. That's crazy. I'll find like maybe ten if I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, your one old farm people got in there before you. It was probably part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah, a lot of people that shed hunt that. Oh, farm. dude, people like. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> people yeah. shed hunt that like crazy. Yeah. yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, they found this match set this week in yeah. Indiana, yeah, which is yeah. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Side by side. Yeah. You guys could find one in a Walmart park. I was going to say, shed magnets. You guys didn't see the one. Drake found one, too, uh, just, just scouting. Here? Just scout. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just found a little. So we're at three for the You boys. Trip. Yeah. Man, I've been trail. looking up the whole time for oak leaves. Yeah, I should be looking down. <laughs> rather some of that luck on me or something. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really informational, too. 
picking up the sheds. Like, yeah, you realize we're sure. in our late season, and yeah, I mean, you can kind of pick them up from that. So, well, let's yeah. make a mental note that before shed season starts, let's have these boys on and yeah. maybe give some people some tips and tricks on where they find sheds. Yeah, for yeah. sure, I've definitely been trying to, you know, hone in on where the best spots of finding them are. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you guys are definitely so doing something wasting, that I'm not. Yeah, like cause... not wasting time when you're out there. Yeah. I mean, you you can you can scout. Like if you're going out there to just scout, you know, and look for trails. You know, it's one thing, but like if you're just going out there to shed hunt, we're hitting the best spots first. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Get right. out of there. You're not even messing around with like the dead yeah. zones that you don't no. find right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. We're not really going to look. I mean, we we run into prior sign like November sign, but like, you know, you take note of it, but you know, then just get out of there. Do you get a lot of summer footage of the bucks you find sheds from, or is it similar to your deer where they kind of move in? Um, you know, we we hone around the fields. Um, so it's, I mean, like the whole, like wherever deer concentrated in the winter. Um, I feel like they're a little bit more, like they're still grouped up in the mm-hmm. summer, but they're still like um, a little bit more, they're smaller groups in the summer, and then it's like one big group in the winter is kind of what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. At least a lot of the deer, you know, I find sheds and then I won't get them on camera again until the next fall. Mm-hmm. So I can't watch them grow over the summer. They, mm-hmm. they kind of there's different ranges. I feel there's a, a lot of deer have two ranges: a summer and a fall. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's almost three. like as soon as they shed, boom, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at uh, 42 minutes. All right. So how we typically like to end these is with a "Would you rather?" and um, Matt came up with a pretty good one here not too long ago. So let's go with that one. Okay, guys. So. It, you're going to kill the deer, 100%. Okay, so the would you rather is a 170-inch typical. And this is, we're talking about net scores. 170-inch typical or a 195 non-typical. So he doesn't go over two hundo, but he could have, I don't know what he looks like. He could have a really tiny frame, 130-inch frame with a bunch of flyers. Double drops. Double drops. Who knows what he looks like? Are you killing the... 170 inch typical or are you killing the 195 inch non-typical caleb you can start uh i'm going with the typical 170 I mean, inch the chase for milo hansen is the chase for bow hunting and hunting in general i know his was a rifle buck but the world record typical is harder to accomplish i feel than the world record non-typical which keeps getting threatened and or falling the last Almost four or five year. years yeah. Yeah. yeah but milo hansen's 1990 i believe yep and then before that the jordan buck was 50s yeah so two deer in the last 75 years i'm going for big typicals all day not that i won't shoot a big non-typical <laughs> yeah. yeah if they were standing side by side i'd probably shoot the 195 but i would prefer to have the clean typical rack yeah. honestly um i mean it's i'm i used to be a big non-typical guy um i'm leaning more towards the typical side just because it's hard to get a straight typical rack yeah. um it's not natural. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think nets are for fishing, but, <laughs> you know, gross is where it's I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> um, if they stand side by side, I think I'm going to shoot, you know, the the, the non-typical, just because he's scoring more. Okay. I mean, it, if, if they're standing side by side, no history with either one. Yeah. I think I'm just going to shoot the, the non-typical, so... But it is harder to kill a typical, I will say. They, they, they don't come around. Yeah, they're harder to find. Yeah, because yeah, as soon as they get a little age on them, they always throw trash. Yeah. Like, they're always throwing yeah. trash. Or break stuff off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a hard question, but uh, I'd probably have to go with the big typical, too. I just like nice, clean frames. Just yep. big old frame. 
Yep. Yeah, that's you. I mean, it'd be a hard, yep. hard decision. So. Yeah, because yep. you have guys that care about score, and then they'll have a deer. This isn't saying anything about your deer, but they'll have a deer with a 130 inch frame, but you know, 14 inches to 15 inches of non typical points that outscores your clean 148 yep. point. You know, yeah. which is yeah. just a beautiful deer. Yeah. So then you start worrying about scores, and but that clean, beautiful eight point man. It's hard. It's it's like, it's almost. I feel like I need to get a little closer to my mic. It feels like a typical is just significantly harder to come by. Yeah, That's yeah. like a giant. Because mm-hmm. it's always, they always have trash. They all, I mean, like what everybody was saying, it's just significantly harder. Yeah. So my thing would be the typical all day. I would shoot that typical, mm-hmm. hands down. I'm shooting the non-typical every time. <laughs> it's just the way I am. I don't know. I mean, I love typical deer, and I'm, I'm not going to pass one up, but if they were side by side, the non-typical. All day, mm-hmm. all day. I don't have a good non-typical yet, so that would look good on the wall to yeah. kind of throw yep. it off. But. Send that, send that typical my way when you shoot that other one. For sure, just call me up and be like, "Hey, I got one for you." <laughs> yeah, that non-typical. I love all the trash. I love that. Kev, well, when it came down to it, I think it'd be hard to pass either of them. But I like a nice mainframe typical, personally. Yeah. So, and I've said that before in clean. Podcasts. It just looks better, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, before we wrap up, uh, why don't you guys go through where we can find, where the viewers and listeners can find your guys' content, and um, we look forward to seeing the rest of the season. Let's go ahead. So our stuff's on Simon Brothers Outdoors, which is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube for sure. Um, Simon with an A. Everyone always spells it with an O, but it's Simon with an A, S-I-M-A-N. Yep, um, Joey, and um, you can find all our stuff, Wild Time TV, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, all that jazz. Yep. Um, personal cool. account, Joey Pavlovich, um, underscore WTTV. Yep. Okay, cool. Okay. I probably don't need to run through any of that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. Do you want to throw your personal account out there in case anyone wants it? We appreciate you guys being on. Yeah, Go ahead. for sure. Good one. All righty, guys. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past, you can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace. Peace.